I had like three different thoughts run through my head of lines to open the show with, but um, instead of you want to know what my thought was? to anyone, I just I just didn't do any of them. You'll like my thought. Okay, what's your thought? I thought you looked you. <laughs> it, it, it's it's like you look you look pretty cool in like a in 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 like a. You know, you got the grungy beard, you got the hair swept away to the side, you, you for some reason you're wearing gloves, you know, and it's just like you you look like some JRPG protagonist. This is me now. You know I... what actually oh my god, I know what you look like. Did you ever play uh the bouncer? That's what it was called. The no, bouncer. I don't think so. Uh PS2, the bouncer. You look exactly like you belong in that game. Just uh just just Google the Bouncer PS2 and you'll come up with uh just the just the very first image is a very JRPG fella, but he's got he's got the gloves on. You could be one of those characters. That game is full of char- full of there's like 16 different characters Dude, I've, in that. I don't think I've ever heard of or seen this cover before. Like I think of myself as someone who's pretty like deep into and into games and like old games and knows just a lot about the industry. This feels like a complete blind spot to me. I've, I've never seen this before in my life. Maybe the I've seen like an X actually a pretty sick game. I, I even played a multiplayer with my cousins. We actually played, it had a versus mode it's like uh, a beat as well up. as a story mode. Yeah. Oh, f- this is, this is from square soft too. Like before. Yeah. Oh man, this is, Mugetsu, I still remember that. He does he does this weird uh circle attack. Anyway, hopefully all of you guys are able to Google that. Otherwise, uh <laughs> everyone's driving right now or at the gym or everyone's at home. Everyone everyone couldn't tab away. Just remember to game. Google it. And someone tweet at me if you played that game, remember that game. The bouncer was a good game, man. I have I have gloves on because I mean I, I should take them off, but it's just gonna be like ASMR for the like I should just I should cut this. That's good. That's good Velcro. Because why do you have gloves on? I I, I was mid I was mid workout uh, right before we started recording. Oh. And then I didn't I didn't take the gloves off uh, now because I wanted to look like a JRPG character basically. So now well, now here I am. Worked. But they're they're gone. I'm off. I got little marks on my wrist. I'm I'm trying to I I don't like you know you know I'm 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 sensitive and I don't like to have calluses on my hands because my weights have metal have metal grips so I, I I like to lift weights with gloves I feel like I got I feel like it's 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 better just kind of develop calluses man That's what that way says. you you give somebody a handshake it goes it it shows them that you're capable of a hard day's work. But they should no. be able to see that just with my massive arms. They should be able to be like, wow, mm. that guy knows how to eat a lot of food and maybe lift some of it. And his genetics are probably decent, man. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, I, I, I'm getting inspired. I found out that I have, uh, I have a great aunt once removed, which is compli- a complicated way of saying my grandma's brother's daughter um i found out that that she's a she's a bodybuilder oh i saw some pictures today on 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 facebook of her at a competition mostly because the rest of my family was gossiping about them um and i'm like why do you you should be happy for her look at how great she looks everyone's like oh it's really inappropriate that she's wearing a bikini on facebook fuck that (laughs) i found out that I, i found that i have like a great aunt who's a bodybuilder um 
And I'm like, fuck, if she can do that, I should go lift some weights. And then I started lifting weights. So, you know, thanks. Thanks, All Allison. Right. <laughs> go. Can you? Great Aunt Allison or can, whatever her. That, yeah, that's what it is. Can, can you okay. claim to have abs if you don't have all six? Um. Well, all eight. <laughs> Dude, if I if I if I was like really really in shape, that's what I would have said. Like, no, actually, it's only until you have all eight. Uh, uh, yes. I mean, not really. You can't say I. Yeah, you could probably say if you if you've got like the top like four. But you still got like a little bit of pudge that they just like a little bit like it's it's that you're I'm, almost there. At that I'm, I'm I'm gonna send you a picture. I really should have I really should have done this before I started the show because I'm trying to figure out if I can claim that I have abs or not because I can visibly see and feel the top four, but as soon as okay. you get below those top four, it's a disaster. Like nothing else mm. exists under there. But like the top okay. four are 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 visible with some some good lighting helps but they're visible and i don't know if i can if i can if i can say hey i have abs now i've been trying to figure that out for a couple of days so so just dehydrate yourself a whole lot or just like take a fillet knife and then just do some liposuction on myself like to to, to show the other two like you can do that i fantasize about that uh often (laughs) it's a really intrusive thought that i have i know that we're really going on a tangent here to, to, to start, which shouldn't be more much more different than normal, right? But, like, I have an intrusive thought all the time where I just take, like, like a kitchen knife, like a sharp kitchen knife, and somehow, like, fillet fat off of my stomach. Like, like, like I just cut I, it I, off. I, like... I don't think that it's that unusual. I, I think a fair amount of people think to themselves, like, ah, if I could just just you know if i could just straight up remove that bit right there you know yeah like like if you're if you're taking the skin off a fish i just imagine he's kind of like going to the skin a little bit and then just <laughs> then just do like a little fillet work and then like slop the extra out like what could really go wrong mm-hmm, um a mm-hmm. lot of things the answer the answer is a lot of things um yeah, a lot of it my if we can stop talking about my body for a second and i can stop being self-conscious and i can just comment on the fact that uh you look different every time i've seen you for the past like two or three weeks now there was there was no yeah. hair and beard, and now there's like some hair. I stopped shaving, but mustache, and now there's no mustache. And then there was like a Halloween thing where I think you were Zoidberg, maybe, and and now you look like you're twelve again. So like it's been a real roller coaster for the <laughs> for the visuals yeah. on Cap over stream. Can you, can you do me a favor and and rate my? Uh, I linked you to Instagram, my facial hairs, because because you did this when you shaved. You sent me pictures of you with uh, silly facial hairs. Okay, okay, hold on. I got, I got to grab and, it on my and phone. And I, I did the, I did the three, right? I did the goatee, right? And then I did the uh, hillbilly, Fu Manchu thing. And, and then, and then I did the seventies cop mustache. I think I got to actually pull off a mustache. Okay, so here's, here's, here's my thought in order. Uh-huh. I I think that they get better as you scroll through them. I I would be less excited to associate with you in public. By the way, anyone, it just Dota Capitalist on Instagram, you can go look at these pictures <laughs> right now, and you should probably follow. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying the hillbilly Fu Manchu? No, 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 no. Is better than the goatee? No, I think the hillbilly Fu Manchu. Yeah, actually, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, I do. 
I do wow. think the hillbilly Fu Manchu because like that feels like you're either like a hipster or like intentionally doing something, especially <laughs> a- around the area you live in. Like that that's like a like a choice where you're either trying to be silly or funny or like an uh-huh. alternate way of cool, right? Like sure. I, I think you can live with that. I'm pretty sure this picture. I know that you're like putting your face in a funny way, but it looks slightly uneven, which I don't think is helping. Um, oh, it probably was a little bit uneven. Yeah, the, the goatee looks like like the guy you don't want to sit next to in the in the PTA meeting. Yeah. Like, you probably just had two PBRs before driving here, and you're happy you didn't get pulled over. Um, <laughs> like, I I don't know if I can really condone the goatee. That being said, I feel like it's really rare that I like a goatee on people. Um, oh, yeah. The goatee's a douchey look for the most part. Yeah, I, I, I don't think the goatee's great. I think the mustache you can definitely do. I, I think mustaches are, are coming back around. I think we're going to see more and more. I could definitely be a, uh, I could definitely be a cop with a mustache. You could. I, I feel like you do need that one. other accessory, though. Like, I'd be curious, mm-hmm. like, like what a good hat with the mustache would look. Uh, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure aviators would, would go great or, or anything that, that feels like beachy or, or like, you know, traditional douchey white person. Um, yeah, I, I, feel like, I feel like the mustache could happen. I also think that you're low key just showing off your traps in all these pictures. That's that's the real thing. <laughs> everyone's like, everyone's like, why well, has got good neck muscles? The, the truth was is that uh, this was for Halloween, uh, so I had the the uh, illithid octopus costume mm-hmm. deal uh, that you saw, uh, and that is easier to apply if I didn't have facial hair. And I was just like, ah, eh, fuck it, I'll just shave it off. So I just kind of on a whim did it in the morning and I was mid shaving it off and I was like, oh, I should, I, I never actually see what I would look like with a mustache. And I was like, well, I'm a, before I mustache, I'll do the goatee. And then I was like, <laughs> after the goatee, I was like, wait a minute, oh, I got to get to the, the, the hillbilly look in there. And, uh, and yeah, and, and I learned from all of that that uh, I could pull off a mustache. Ellie, Ellie's response to the goatee was that she was like, you still look really good, but. You look like I don't know how to describe it. And I was like, really douchey, and she's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, nobody, nobody really pulls off a, a goatee. The only person I know is my dad who pulls off a goatee. It also has to grow in, right? Like when I tried the goatee thing, like I, I think maybe also both of us did it when our hair was a little bit too long. I, th- I think you're benefited when it's a little bit of a shorter goatee sometimes. Oh yeah, the, the, the bushier the goatee is, the uh, the worse. Because th- at that point in time, you just look like uh, an '80s supervillain. Yeah, I've I've officially gotten to the point with uh with with my head hair uh that I, I've been saying for a while now that I'm gonna cut and it's annoying, but it's like at the point where it's at the perfect part of my neck where it's itchy and and feels and feels weird, and I'm just so not about it. Like I'm every day I wake up and I think I'm just gonna take clippers to it. So it, it's really it's really a dead man walking over here. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of similar with the beard. I was just like, ah, uh, I should go clean shaven for the Halloween mask. It was, it was growing out a little bit too much. And so I was just like, well, I'll just go clean shaven. I haven't been clean shaven a really long time, and um, and I'm definitely going back to a beard again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like people giving you shit for looking too, like a child? I just, yeah, I just look too young without the beard. Also, the the beard really makes up for my. Uh, 
I don't have like a terrible chin or anything, but it's not great either. And it's, uh, beards always fill up that jawline really nicely. Yeah, it, it's not it's not chiseled, right? Like, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it, it's not super square. It's just it's just yeah. uh, I, I'm not I'm not helping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, the 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 clean sh- the reason why I actually never go clean shaven like that, and I always have something is um I any time I use a razor, it's just acne city. It's mm. like acne and ingrown hair city. So I I haven't been clean shaven like with a proper razor in probably like six or seven years now, um, mm. which feels like a forever. I feel like uh, it'd be remiss not to tell you that a proper skincare routine probably would take care of that. You know, you know Kyle's blog post about um, his skincare. Vaguely, yeah, vaguely. Uh, uh, he he did a he did a very uh, as as someone who also has acne problems, but definitely not as as severe as Kyle did. I definitely empathize with a lot of the stuff that he wrote in in that blog. And now uh, every time I unnecessarily touch my face, I think of Kyle, and it's a very weird mm. reaction that I have. It's it's like another mm. intrusive thought. Like I don't want to be like scratch my forehead and be like, ah, oh, fuck, Kyle says I shouldn't touch my face again. Like that's such a that's just such a weird thing to have in in my head. I really need to get rid of that. But yeah, uh, Ellie sent me up with some stuff that is supposed to help with because um, I get I get uh, acne in the back of my head from um, from hair, foculitis or whatever that is, and. Uh, she gave me some skincare stuff to uh, take care of that. So, did, did you if get... you want, Joey, Ellie's opening up her business. She can hook you up. I'll have to come be a patron right in time for us to shut everything down again. Because yeah, <laughs> have you looked at those case numbers? Am I right? Fucking not good. <laughs> God bless it's America. Not good. Did you do? Did you do the uh, the Halloween thing just for the D and D stream? You weren't like going out trick or treating, right? Uh, D&D stream, and then uh, the, actually the way it started was that uh, in that uh, Discord group that you never come to. Uh, Ping me, <laughs> tag me, pull me in, forcefully grab me, like like take me by the neck, like like I'm a small. I mean, I mean, let, let's start. Let's start. There there are roles. Do you want to play? Uh, there's a whole bunch of games. And you can just basically I, tag in to if you want to play I've Among tagged, Us or I've Movie Night. I've tagged myself Night in them. I know. Or, and I still don't or, respond as much. Because there was bad times. Charlie's asked me to play Mafia every weekend for three weekends. And, like, I'm running. Like, like I've been working every time. Or, like, at my parents' house. And I'm just like, fuck, Charlie's going to stop asking me to, like, hang out with him. Because I just uh, keep on saying no. It's, uh, we watched uh, Nightmare Before Christmas yesterday. Last night. Just uh, just had a little movie night it's fun. With, uh, with some people. It's nice. But uh, yes, the it all started with uh, basically people wanted to celebrate Halloween. So they decided they would play Mafia uh, and everyone would get dressed up for, for Halloween. So they basically had a Mafia call with everyone in costumes and such. And Charlie and Sheila both came over and got... Uh, got done up by Ellie. So I think uh, Charlie ended up being a Romulan. Uh, Sheila was like some sort of dragon lady. Uh, I was the Cthulhu Illithid type thing. And then uh, Ellie was an ape. The ape was pretty good. Which looked the best out of everything, I think. The ape turned turned out really well. Makes sense that she would, you know, give herself the best job. But, you know, 
that was a good yeah something like that b- b- big fan of the a big fan of the twitter post of you too that that was thank uh, you that, that, thank that's you. an all-time picture that i think you'll you'll cherish forever like, yeah, like, yeah, no yeah. no joke <laughs> so um, yeah it was, it was fun it was uh, it was just like i mean i i didn't actually get to play mafia because i had D that was scheduled at the same time so uh i just showed up for like 10 minutes and then had to go do some dungeons and dragons but yeah i i felt uh oddly depressed on halloween a super uplifting story. Oh. Super uplifting story. I felt oddly depressed on Halloween, and I and I laid outside on a hammock and uh, listened to podcasts for uh, two hours. It was great. I went on a mm. I went on a nice jog through my neighborhood around the time okay. that uh, generally trick or treating commences because I was curious, just like what the state of the world was going to be in. Because um, mm. I, I live, you know, in in kind of a residential semi-suburban area and i'm like okay surely there's gonna be you know kids out and things are gonna be happening right but houses across the board lights off people trick-or-treating almost zero almost zero i was so impressed by by the like the the commitment because i i do think that trick-or-treating is probably a bad idea right now all things considered and i was just impressed with with like the like like basically the calling off of the holiday i think it was i think it was kind of interesting now there was people who did leave candy out pretty close to the curb so you didn't have to go up to their house um and on my run that means that i for the first time in a very long time technically i think when trick-or-treating because i took a lot of candy from people's (laughs) (laughs) you were just jogging by grab one out of every box that you saw no seriously i i I grabbed i grabbed a pack of high chews from someone Because they just had, like, a Costco pack of high chews. I'm like, I'm not going to pass up a a full strawberry stick of high chews. Like, happy Halloween, motherfucker. I I got, like, some Whoppers and some Starbursts. And and, I'm like, hey, I'm just going to take a little candy right now. So, so yeah, actually, all things considered, my my Halloween was was, was rather juvenile. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, would you believe that I've never been trick-or-cheating ever? I, I'm going to go with, yes, I will believe that, and, no. unless you're trying to pull a real funny one on me here, but but you've never <laughs> Joke's been... Joke's on you. I go every year. <laughs> Fuck, damn it. I'm so glad. I win yesterday, idiot. What? It wasn't even Halloween. What, what, uh, where does yeah. that stem mm. from? Were you, were you, like, not in an area where that was confusing? No, I never believed in never... Santa either. I was an only child. My mom's, like, uh, I don't think my mom, like... It's not like a religious thing or anything. I just, she was like, I don't think she saw a whole lot of sense in like lying to me about those sort of things. Uh, so I didn't to, believe in Santa. What's there to and lie? Then, we can get to Santa in a second. What's there to lie about about trick or treat? That's well, not just like an activity. There's nothing to lie about on Halloween, but it's just like, I, I just, eh. Just like, we just have candy at home. <laughs> you ain't got to go out there and get candy. <laughs> I, I, I think you're justifying right now your mom robbing you of a childhood experience. Yeah. The no Santa thing, totally cool with that. Doesn't bother me for a second. I wish my parents were actually a little more progressive and were like, this is dumb. Uh, we, we, we did Santa for probably too long. The uh, fucking spoilers for all, for all the kids out there. Oh, shit. Um, the, but but Hall- Halloween was always like a fun, like, oh, let's just go walk around the neighborhood and like just enjoy the night walking around with people and like hanging out and doing stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Never really, and it didn't bother me either. I, I've like I would hand down candy like other kids, and it just didn't bother me at all. 
I was I was never that interested in it. Honestly, the biggest thing I hated about Halloween is that usually I had to go answer the door and I was trying to play some video games, goddammit. <laughs> so not only not only did mom rob you of a, of like a cornerstone American childhood experience, she also forced you to do labor <laughs> instead. She's like, hey, honey, I, I, I have romantic novels to read and wine to drink. You need to give these kids out to kids. You need to give this candy out to kids. <laughs> I'd be like 10 years old handing out the candy to like 16, 17. You know, like the, the, the guys who are like too old to be still go trick-or-treating, but they still are, you know? When did you stop trick-or-treating? Oof, I want to say... I want to say middle school. I want to no. say middle school. So probably like seventh or eighth grade. Which where where's that put you? Like, like thirteen ish. I feel I'd, like I'd once you once you can drive, you know, like like once you're about that age of driving, you know, like maybe you don't need to be walking door to door to get candy from from people. I mean, you know, if it's a social experience or having fun, but like I feel like mostly it's for the kids from four to 14, you know, I used to be obsessed with like creating rude Goldberg contraptions to like dispense candy on Halloween. And I would spend like hours as a child trying to figure out how to like rig up a system of like string and pulleys to be able to like drop candy onto people or, or like, you know, shoot it down PVC pipes from like the second story to, to, to have candy appear. And it was, a, uh, I never committed to any of them. I, I used to have all these memories mm. of spending hours and hours and hours and hours being like, how am I going to distribute Halloween candy this year? And then doing none of it because none of them ever worked. <laughs> well, I mean, at least you had the idea. Right. Yeah. I know. I, I think that there was a uh, young me. Might I was, have I was an old man already at 14. I was like, these goddamn kids off my lawn. Can't they just leave us alone? So then, so then do you just generally feel like zero festivus uh feelings towards halloween or october or any of that no i mean to be honest like i don't really I'm, i don't really care that much about most holidays could you christmas either- is the only one that i that like i still like enjoy specifically new year's eve don't care halloween not really thanksgiving don't care july 4th don't care easter who gives a shit any others? I uh, know. F- Veterans Day. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I think Memorial Day is actually the only day that I'll like actually say something on social media about the holiday. <sighs> like that's the only the that's the only holiday I'll go out of my way to like make some sort of post about. All the other ones, eh? Fuck. Fuck them. I think I think Christmas like is so kind of forced on us through society that, that it feels extra special. Like it's the one day that we're supposed to treat as like super special, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I always liked the Fourth of July just because I like fireworks. So I was I was always a Fourth of July fan, but just because I could see the big boom booms in the sky or like light fireworks off myself or like have a barbecue, not necessarily because America. Um, I'm sure I had this rant before, but you know I hate fireworks, right? Oh no! I did. Oh fuck, dude! I think that we've can't, can't stand the loud popping noises. I think that we've hit the, the point where I don't remember everything we've talked about. 
Because okay. I, I think Did you I have... ever tell you a story, though, of me, Toby, and Zoe, possibly one other, uh, walking around in Frankfurt? I think it was the first ESL one in Frankfurt. Uh, and there was some sort, apparently, there was something going on. Uh, and people were, people had access to fireworks at that time. There was some sort of celebration or something, some sort of festival, something going on. And, uh, did I ever tell you this story? I, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure you have. Okay. So, so we're walking by, it was either Cologne or, or, um, Frankfurt. And we're walking by some sort of like canal sort of deal, walking by this like sort of river walk deal. And, uh, and there's these guys, uh, a, a group of guys, and they had fireworks, and they were they were just kind of being dickheads with it. And we have to kind of like walk past them to go wherever we're going, trying to get back to our hotel, most likely from the venue. I think that's probably what it was. And you know, like we try and get around. I think we had Zoe with us, and so you know, like pretty girl, the the guys uh, like take an interest in us. And we start going uh, basically the river walk. There was a hill, um, you know, like just a regular street sort of hill and mm -hmm, with like mm -hmm. a bunch of buildings. And we we're going to go up that hill area uh, away from the river walk to to try and get to our hotel. And the guys kept following us and they kept on lighting fireworks and and kind of throwing them in our direction. And I remember I would I just got started getting so mad. I got so pissed off because I hate fucking fireworks and I fucking hate dickheads and I've got dickheads with fireworks following me. And I remember one got real fucking close and like, you know, like Toby and Toby was just like, come on, come on. And I just fucking I just fucking lost it. A firework came real close to me. I just fucking stopped and I turned around and I was like. I'm gonna fucking tackle one of these motherfuckers. Like I just, I'm going to, I'm gonna do You're it. Seeing red. Yeah, I was just, I was fucking seeing red. And then I was like, I took a deep breath. They went another direction. They did. They didn't keep following us. And I was like, okay, I'm good. I turned back around. Who followed Toby and Zoe back back to the hotel? But I remember, I I almost got arrested in Frankfurt or, or Berlin because of fucking. So dickheads with fireworks. Oh, I hate them. I hate them so much. Another time I also got fucking, I almost got hit in the dick with a firework in, uh, in Berlin. First time I went out for New Year's Eve uh, in, in Berlin. Or second time I went out. Maybe third time? I don't remember. <laughs> it was definitely the fourth time. It was the fourth time you went out. For New All Year's I remember Eve. is, the, the, like the, I just remember the streets were fucking packed with smoke and and uh i was in one of those uh bigger open uh city center areas and some fucking firework uh yeah just shot off and and bounced off my uh bounced off my thigh it was almost hit me in the dick i <laughs> i would have been <laughs> i love fireworks why i love just I, colors loud noises i can't explain it i can't like they're they're pretty they're 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 like primordial they 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 i i like explosion i've always i've always enjoyed fire period i've always liked playing with fire 
I've I've okay. always I've always liked flames. I've always liked you know kind of kind of concocting and crafting and, and building stuff and then like light explosions. And have and you ever seen a laser show? Not a proper one. That comes with loud sound and colors, but they're cooler colors that form pictures, and the sound is music rather than loud, obnoxious explosions. Pop, pop. What if I take a Roman candle to a laser show? (laughs) 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 My Roman candles, I'm I'm okay with. Those actually don't make, those don't make an explosion noise, right? Not really. I mean, some, some. I'm okay with that. Yeah, we we used to, we used to go on the beach and, and have Roman candle duels. All right. So the, the other firework that I actually like is the, um, is the ones that spin around in a circle and go from go various colors as it spins. Oh, those! Oh shit! What are those? And it's, just, it's just a little tube, right? Yeah, with they're like, a, they're like flowers. With they're a fuse, like round flowers. And you can you can throw them, you can chuck them, <clears throat> make them spin extra fast. We would uh, my my. Uh, I remember one time my dad and I uh, would take those. Very irresponsible, environmentally speaking. But we would take those and we would skip them across the water. We would wait for the the fuse to get down a little bit more, and then we would try and skip it across the water to see if it would go off at the same time as it kind of hits the water. It was pretty. It, was, it made some very pretty effects. Granted, just blatant littering, blatant littering. <laughs> you also killed upwards of dozens of fish, but you know, <laughs> possibly don't do that. <laughs> but just trust me that it looked really cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've always liked fireworks. I've never, I've never been a big. Halloween person, not as much as I have. I have a lot of friends who are really into Halloween, so I feel Halloween like by, by like osmosis. It's like, oh hey, it's time to have a party. It's Halloween, but but this year was like, oh no, no party because you know the world sucks. So it was it was just it was just here. But I think did Val save us? Like, if you have yeah. zero, if you have zero Halloween feelings, do you have any Dire Tide feelings? I definitely have feelings for Dire Tide. Dire Tide. Valve did a really good job with Dire Tide. Let me just say, excellent game mode. The sets that they put in, really cool stuff. Uh, my my uh, personal favorite of mine is um, is Garfield Pudge. I don't know if you saw that one. Yeah. Garfield Pudge is uh, want, is pretty fucking funny. I want like the legendary sniper one where he shoots purple bullets. Uh, legendary sniper one, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some. Uh, there's like a really cool Mars shield, whole bunch of stuff. But the sets are really cool. I don't know. I'm still not entirely certain because I don't think I've gotten a chest. But like, I still don't know exactly how that chest key situation works. Apparently, chests drop, and then you have to buy the keys. So they brought back that. But I do appreciate, it feels like to me they're trying to make the Immortal sets more special. So unless you're crazy, you're like you're going to spend $300, $400, $500 or something, you're not going to get all of those Arcana sets. Mm-hmm. You know how like Arcana is like most people have them because if you have the Battle Pass with just a, you know, a decent number of levels, you probably have gotten all of the Arcanas out of the chest, you know? Yeah, it's like uh, I think they're trying to make them a little bit more special, which I appreciate. Uh, and hey, whoa, what do you know? Content brings people in. More people are uh, playing some Dodo, so that's cool. I, 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 like reg- that. I regret that I haven't actually gotten to play a round of the new Dire Tide yet. Um, I'm that that's on my that's on my to do list. I might even knock some out tonight finally and sit down and, and like happily play some. But I was I was enthralled by it. It feels like. 
I, I wonder how long they've been working on this for. Because the answer is, is, is like a while or, or at least a minute. But mm. I wonder how much stuff that we're seeing is like directly a response to people kind of being grieved in the last month or two about the situation. Because there's, there's a lot of stuff here. Not only is there like a game mode that people not necessarily weren't expecting. There's like the return of the old chess key system. There's so mm. many item drops across like all the different items you can want. I think there's like some Dota Plus stuff. Like there's... It, it just feels like this is a large, substantial update without there actually, you know, being a being a balanced patch, right? So, yeah, I I just wish that um, because because for me it feels like <laughs> it feels like a little obvious. I don't know if this is actually true, but like the whenever it comes to these sort of things, the 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 workflow, it it seems to me pretty obvious that there's only one thing that could get done at a time, you know. When, when we get a really big content uh, a patch like this when it comes to extra game mode or something like that, it means we have no, like, DPC content or anything like that. You know, when we get, like, a really big patch of, like, spring update or something, we're not getting anything else but, like, fixes on bugs and stuff like that, you know? Like, <laughs> so, so I'm really happy that we have this. I just wish that, you know, it would come with... Uh, with with some sort of progression and uh, the the esports side of things, but uh, you know, like uh, I think it's great, and what it gives me a lot of hope is the fact that the uh, it looks to me like Dire Tide is supposed to go on until December twenty second. I think is the the closeout date on like something the expiration dates on on like one of the things is december 22nd and i really hope that means that they are already planning okay this is the dire tide season we're gonna leave dire tide in because it's a good game mode for all of november some of december and then we're gonna bring in frostivus for december that'll be a nice two-month thing i i'm hoping this means that we have some planned content going on during these corona times because uh it's you know it, it sucks seeing your game, like seeing other games and like seeing their esports, like a bunch of content going on there, seeing like some in-game content. Oh, like League of Legends is getting their, their fucking another champions releasing. Look at the showcase reel that they have, you know, like Worlds they also have 400 on. people working on that video game. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying like, you know, like the four employees working on Dota 2, like work harder. I just, I wish that we had enough had employees, employees that we could do all of these things at once. But, uh, you know, like I, I think Valve did a fantastic job at Dire Tide. Um, looks, it looks really cool. And I hope they're planning on a, another game mode type thing for, uh, for Frostivus. I think well. you're right about Frostivus, and I'm interested for how long these, like, you know, I'm also happy that, you know, they're kind of re they redesigned the client a little bit with the, with like the chess system and like how the progression mm. works. Like it looks visually different. Like they're actually not just recycling stuff from battle passes or compendiums or whatnot. So mm -hmm. it's like, oh, they, they care enough to make new stuff and it's not just like, hey, let's recycle yeah. something, right? <laughs> you but save recycling, but they've got the same content. It's so funny. Like I, like, I can't hate on it at all, but it's so funny to me like how every single one of these game modes and things, they always recycle the same assets that they've had before because mm -hmm. like just work smarter, Grievous. don't work harder, stupid, you know? They, they, they have the same, this time around, like there's, there's a ton of them, right? It's the exploding spider, We've seen the exploding spider like five different times in a row. Uh, but the, this one always gets me. It's the fucking seal thing that charges <laughs> at you. Gary, it hops and stuns Gary. you. 
it's it was Gary. I don't know. Yeah, don't Gary, Gary's like, its name. Yeah, that thing has been in so many different game modes at this point in time. I don't even remember when it first showed up. Uh, but yeah, that that thing's been around for forever, and it's in Dire Tide as well. It's it's one of the it's one of the creeps. <laughs> I'm hoping that you know. I think you're right that there's like a Frostivus plan. I am happy that Dire Tide's here. I think Frostivus will look very akin to Dire Tide, right? And then, how long until people go back to, hey, so what about the DPC? Wow. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing to say about that, man. I fucking did. <laughs> you know, before, like, remember what I was saying? Like, uh, the Corona times, I was like, well, it feels kind of weird because it's been good for me because I had ESLs and stuff like that. Now I'm on the other side of things. Where it's all the it's the Europeans getting hired for everything. Uh, ESL one has, has their Australia studio that they're they're hiring Australian talent. Mm-hmm. The Europeans are are all getting hired because, well, everybody wants to run a European league. Omega League apparently isn't happening. It looks like to me. I have zero insider information about this. Okay, but from the outside perspective, it looks like to me Omega League something went horribly wrong. That partnership, whatever it was, between Epicenter and um, WePlay, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. it looks like that just fell apart or, or totally fractured. And Epicenter just took the ball and it's like, well, this is mine and I'm doing something with it. And so they're doing a European league uh, and, I don't know, maybe Southeast Asia or something. All I know is they're not doing anything for MA. So uh, <laughs> I'm out of work. For How dare there's a possibly su- the rest of the year. There's a summit going on, which has. Well, I wasn't hired for that either. So <laughs> it has. Great I'm, out of, I'm out of work. Remember last time we had a conversation? It was entirely about my insecurities of my career and what's going to be happening next. Yeah, dude, this that- is not helping, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I hope that you saved a lot of your pennies from the first half of the year, so that you can just have yeah, a really yeah, yeah, have like yeah. a really nice time. That you know, have a really nice time. We're okay there. We're okay there. I'll Great. talk to you in 2021. <laughs> You're like, okay, so it's now August 2021. I haven't worked in a year, <laughs> dude. Yeah. What am I doing? No, I, it, it'll 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 come back. It'll come back. We got. Well, that's why I need the DPC to come back. You know, because like. We have DPC. People can't afford to to, to hire only Owen or only me. They can hire both of us. You're you're, you're just full time streamer now, baby. I, I see all those castings. I, I no, see I'm you a, being live every night. I'm literally casting. I'm doing pub casting because I I want to keep casting. Like as in like I'm literally not doing it for viewership or anything like that. Not so much. I'm more doing doing more than anything because like. I just enjoy kind of watching Dota and talking about Dota. And I'm like, I haven't done it in a while. I need to get, I need to like kind of scratch this itch a little bit and make sure I haven't like totally. I know I'm, so I get then, rusty, man. I get rusty. So, so I gotta then, make sure that I don't get rusty. So then what's your take on, on ESL and what happened at ESL? Because Secret lost to two, um, I was going to say shitty teams. Secret lost to two teams. Secret didn't win a tournament for the first time in like seven months. Is, is that a team secret problem? What's what, what went on there? Did you watch those it's games? Not a, it's not a team secret. It's problem. not a team it's secret a team problem. Secret. Can you it's lose a some... team liquid being super dope problem? That's what it is, Joey. <laughs> but they lost the mud golems, okay? So they won the tournament. 
they, for, also, they first they beat Mud Golems initially. Excuse me. What I, what I want to say is, but Secret also lost to Mud Golems. To to, oh, to stick yeah. on them for a second. But I yeah. mean, you know, like, I, hey, Mud Golems, good team, Liquid, great team, and uh, and Secret, you know, like, how many how many times do you have to win before it gets old? You know. Like I, I, I think at some point in time, the thing is, I don't think Secret comes to all of these tournaments and is like, "Fucking, we're gonna fucking win this one, full try hard." They're doing all their research, they're practicing super hard. Like I don't think that's Secret. I, I think that Secret is just comprised of individuals whose floor is exceptionally higher than most other teams' ceiling. <laughs> So, you know, like, finally some teams were able to make their ceiling go higher than Secret's floor. And to Liquid and Mud Golems were two of those teams. Dude, if you if you show that bracket to anyone who didn't watch, but, like, kind of have a vague idea of what's going on, it's like, why is the is the winner's final Mud Golems and Na'Vi? And who beats Secret? And why is the yeah. lower bracket Nigma, Liquid, OG, and Alliance? Everyone's like, what the fuck's going on here? Um... I would assume this is the first. This is the first thing that, that 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 Liquid Group has won since they were on Alliance and you know won the Summit before TI9, mm-hmm. and really it's the first time that that group has ever won a Tier One event. Um, yeah. Too. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it was uh. super. <laughs> are you gonna put an asterisk on that? They beat Secret, goddammit. Like, are you gonna put an asterisk? No, on no, no, no. You can, you cannot put an asterisk on this event on this event whatsoever. But I will say. God help me if they didn't win this one. <laughs> if they didn't win this one, like okay, so so look at their their the road was not not hard, uh, or sorry, the road was not easy by any means. Uh, their group stage they had to beat Navi and Mud Golems, who obviously were good. Two teams. and three, yeah. In the tournament, they they, they managed they, they beat those teams in the group stage. Uh, they they go on they lose to Mud Golems uh, in the upper bracket uh, playoffs, like. 2-1, rough. But they go on to beat Nigma. They beat Viking GG. They beat Secret. Like, once you've beaten all those teams, like, you deserve to win everything. But then the final two teams, like, when I look at the final two days and I see all the teams that they've beaten and then I see the teams looking forward, Mud Golems and Na'Vi, after you've just beaten Secret, Viking GG, and Team Nigma, I'm like... For God's sakes, please, like, like you, you have to pull this one off. Like, if if any tournament is yours, it's this one at this point. I don't care if you're in the lower bracket; like, you're the favorites at this point. Yeah, it, it's and been, it, it, it's been a minute since I've gotten to watch Dota and also feel like really invested in a team or like excited for a team or a certain run. And I mean, you know, yes, we were watching it on the company Slack channel and being like, oh, this is so exciting. But also just the whole lower bracket one was exciting because, you know, I'm friends with these people. And also it's, uh, you know, the games were fun to watch, too. There was a lot of really <laughs> stupid games. The amount of times that that Mickey ill-advised uh, jumped high ground thinking that he wouldn't die and then proceeded to die and then, you know, made a game last 10 minutes longer. That happened three or four times. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I did a... Uh... Well, uh, the the team actually called uh, Mickey their MVP, apparently. Uh, yeah. So I, I did the the podcast with uh, with Blitz, and he he said that they all agreed internally that Mickey was uh, 
was the guy. And apparently, man, between Insania and Mickey, they they just adopted this uh, this mindset, which I think is so important for TI specifically because we've seen exactly what happens with OG. Uh, it, it's the no fear mentality, you know, of like playing to win, no fear, go out there, get some kills, take some objectives, you know, and they adopted that mentality and it won them a tournament. And I think that that is very, very good for their future whenever TI happens. Because I think that's the kind of mentality you have to have if you want to win a TI. You want to place top eight, you know, just be just be really good and be head of the meta and uh, get really lucky and top eight, no problem. But if you really want to win TI, like you, you have to actually be able to throw caution to the wind. Uh, you can't be a secret. You can't, you know? be, you can't be a. You can't be a. Our floor is going to be higher than their ceiling. You know, you got to be an OG and shoot for the fucking stars. You know. Yeah, uh, I, I think Mickey probably was the MVP. Um, even though Insane is the person who has a Mercedes now, which I can't wait to ask yeah. him. What the fuck do you actually do with that, yeah, dude? Yeah. <laughs> um, also, Team Liquid sponsored by Honda. Um, <laughs> the the I, I remember there was conversation about like uh all, all the role swapping that they were doing and then there were multiple games where just you know boxy played two and three and four mid death yeah. profit and i'm like guys what are you doing <laughs> you're playing against <laughs> like i'm watching them with with minimal fate i'm like i know boxy is incredibly good uh in all these games but like is his his mid death profit really the thing that that this team needs to do right now, and and it worked sometimes like. Yeah, I, I think um, uh, Boxy is proven. Boxy was actually the player when um, when they were old alliance and stuff. Boxy was actually the player that I was. I was curious about him, and I would follow him because he was an offlaner. But I simultaneously thought that he was um, back then their. I thought he was the player that I would like, okay, if I want to make take this team to the next level, who am I replacing, right? There's always that question. When you look at a five-man stack from the outside, not from the inside, but from the outside, mm-hmm. uh, and you look at what those players do inside of the game, then you you usually have somebody, like the old VP. You know, when I said, uh, I said if they're going to replace anybody uh, on that old VP roster, uh, when they brought in Roger, it, it would be Lil. Lil or, or Pasha. Mm-hmm. Because I think the other three were indispensable. And when I look at Alliance, uh, I thought Boxy was that person who was replaceable. And over the last like year and a half, man, he, he has just been incredible. Uh, and, and I think he's rapidly gone into like possibly like, I think he's probably in my list of like top three offlaners because his unique style plus versatility of being able to play two and four whenever needed is like such a valuable asset. I think uh, he's he's really an incredible player. Watching both Taiga and Insania too throughout the tournament was was pretty wild from from a support POV. It seems like they were pretty much firing on all cylinders at all at all points in time. Taiga was doing stupid stuff on Earth Spirit and basically any hero that he was given, and um, I I don't know if anyone can claim to be a better Oracle player than Insania at this point out of the games that I've yeah. seen. It makes no sense to me how that man is literally perfect with all of his false promises all the time. Yeah. I think that um, th- this whole squad is is like, um, you know, the you, you take us down two, three years, 
I know some some pros are already considering retirement because of Corona and stuff like that, right? It's like how long until TI actually shows up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like uh, so, so, there was a couple of players who like took a break because of that, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you, if those sort of signs are beginning to show up, like you just give it another two years, and uh, and I think you're going to start seeing some players be like, "Well, I've won enough money. <laughs> like I I don't need to keep this going any longer." Uh, and you're going to see some players drop off uh, or start losing interest, even if they are playing. Maybe they're not the the same that they once were. And I, I seriously believe that this liquid team is going to get into an era of dominance at some point in time. At some point in time, they're going to become the the secrets. Uh, I think they're I all really they, hungry. Like 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 in short of what you're saying, I think that uh, you know. I don't know how many teams are working like they are right now in, in the COVID era too. So not only are yeah. they like playing really well, I think that they're really hungry, which is something that a lot of people might be missing or complacent on. And if they can keep that while yeah. the people do it. Yeah. Like I'm really excited to continue to, to watch them grow. And I think that, I think that's a little bit of a shame. And I know that there's like a, an implicit bias here, like that, that they weren't on stage or there weren't more eyes on them because they were playing so, so rad and like their story's so cool that I feel like, this win probably deserved to garner them more fans than, than, than they currently uh, have. I still think it's wild that like, you know, if you look at Boxy's Twitter, Tiger's Twitter, like they're, they're remarkably small compared to other players, even in Sanias, you know, if, if you compare it to their Dota pros, right? Um, yeah. I mean, well, again, people only care TI and these guys haven't had a replay, uh, a good position in TI yet. Right. So True. like they, they failed to qualify the first year, the second year, they have that unfortunate, uh, that unfortunate best of one that occurred. So it's like, uh, they're not going to garner a whole lot of fans until they, they actually do, uh, well at TI and then people will actually start. But I think that this, this team is like, they're so young and so talented that, uh, the, these players, like the, they're, they're the next, like some of these players are going to be on the next secret two, three years down the line, more people start retiring. They get more experience under their belt. Their, their floor becomes a lot higher just due to practice and, and history and stuff like that. Then uh, yeah, these guys certainly have uh, what it takes to be. And I think, you know, the, you know, the hunger specifically for this event is, is a good point just because um, if you look at the top teams there, I think all of those teams were very hungry. Um, Navi, even though they are a sponsor team, you know, they, they are a team that is relatively uh, new. I'm not going to say young because they're not. Uh, always want to fly. <laughs> always want to fly 30. is like, yeah, he could be my grandpa. Yeah, that, that man has been playing Dota fucking constantly. And I think it's really cool that he is still reaching new peaks. But apparently he, he was talking about retiring. He, he's he's talking about retiring and and managed to make grand finals uh, of this event. So I don't know uh, what if what his vision of the next two or three years is going to be. And then obviously, um, Mud Golems has something to prove, right? That's a that's a roster of to some extent uh, rejects, right? Skeeter uh, mm-hmm. didn't make it on crazy. 33 and Fada got kicked off of uh, Alliance and Alliance has since done very well for themselves. So uh, they, I'm sure they have a, a lot to prove in that regard. Um, Milan obviously has had a, a set of teams that have shown promise, but uh, ultimately never really did a whole lot. I mean, he was on that win and fight, win and rain, win and rain. Yeah. Win and rain roster uh, that almost beat OG. 
for the TI8 European qualifiers. 3-2 was, was the score of that. Uh, they, they were almost the ones to head to TI instead of OG. And how, how different the world would look if that had actually happened. Yeah. Because at that point, LGD probably wins back-to-back TIs. Maybe that's actually the storyline that happens. Or maybe Kuro's the first to win, too. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I think it's wild to... Uh, I, I I couldn't get over Mud Golems just, like, not having a logo on broadcast or not even having a Wikipedia page. Because, like, yeah. that feels so cool, for lack of a better word. It's like these, these guys, they're, like, you know, playing in, you know, winner's bracket finals, and their logo on the big set stage behind them just the Dota placeholder logo. They don't got one. Like, there's a lot of people on Fiverr for five dollars to just just go make one. But but they don't, they don't they don't need one. They don't need a Wikipedia page. There's just a bunch of people who are like really solid at Dota and are performing, right? Like, good for them. They beat Secret. Very cool, but also like kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, we can have a team that good. We can have a team good uh, on the level of Mud Golems who got grand finals or. Uh, five men who has shown uh, uh, some decent placements in in multiple uh, multiple tournaments. Uh, you could have Quincy Crew, who's dominating NA. Literally, if you want to get uh, a sponsor that uh, gets the exposure of a Grand Finals NA tournament, Quincy Crew is like a shoe in. You know, like you're just always going to be pumping out that name time in, time out. And uh, and somehow the ecosystem, the Dota 2 esports ecosystem is not uh, healthy or conducive enough to have team owners come in and sponsor these people. And that is uh, concerning. That is that is very concerning. It is. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, I lost my voice. Was, for a second. I really, I really hit you hard there. You, Jesus, you, you, you hit me so hard, like I couldn't even right to your soul. <laughs> I couldn't even respond. I, I, I feel like one of those smoking ads where I got, I got like, I got like a hole in my throat now. Hey, by the, by the way, you want to, you want to lead into this, but into uh, a lighter, uh, a lighter note. Did you see the plasma um, drama? You know about this? No. Okay. So there was a. Uh, there is a team in uh, BTS Summit right now. They're called. They're now called No Pangalier, but they were called Plasma Esports or, or something like that. And uh, and they were sponsored. The yes. Uh, and yeah, they were they were sponsored by this new org um, called Plasma. And plasma one three three seven x. Yeah, I I actually could not pull. I was like, I, it, they didn't actually put Leet in their name, right? This isn't two thousand one. Uh, like surely that wasn't. It. No, that was actually the name. So plasma Leet. Uh, and the team owner, who seems to be a fucking whack job. <laughs> Um, he went out on Twitter uh, to address the uh, the South American Dota Two scene, and he starts it off with a hey, muchachos or something like that, and he he basically says that uh, that 
it, it's kind of weird. He, he starts by like co- complaining that North American players ask for too much. Uh, and, and, but then saying that South American players are uh, undercutting NA and that like Beast Coast or, or whatever, like isn't play, paying their players nearly as much as they should be. NA players are asking for far too much and you guys need to figure some shit out or something like that. Right. He, and, and, uh, and then he goes, he follows up that, that, uh, that video tweet with uh, some written tweets, one of which uh, has the term something like, um, it, it was like, it hit like racist tones to it, you know, of like, you know, cheap South American labor, you know, like sh- some shit like that, right? And it was just like, all right, this is, this is fucking weird. And as a result of that, uh, BTS stepped in and said, we absolutely do not accept this. Uh, you guys are going to get a forfeit for your series against Beast Coast. <laughs> and uh, and and the uh, the guys on that team were just like, well, we're getting paid like $200 a month each to, to try and uh, hack some, some Vitaplur gum which you want to know their their sponsors Vitaplur gum you want, you want to know what that is Joey I do I'm I'm infatuated I'm listening to you but I'm also looking at Plasma 1337 All right, so, so one of their sponsors is some noodle some some noodle thing some cup of noodles thing and the other sponsors is Vitaplur gum it is rave supplement gum <laughs> Oh, they got an IO website Oh that's what their logo looks like eBoost gum Eliminates clenching, <laughs> contains grapefruit. Okay, you know what? I can see to, why to prevent lockjaw. You know, like you, you when you when you're uh, when you're having a good time. My understanding, it up. and I understand mm-hmm. people normally say my understanding when they're about to talk about a personal experience and like pretend like uh-huh. they haven't. I've never done ecstasy. Let me let me be very clear about that. My okay, understanding okay. from working at an EDC, which I did once as a ground control, which is one of the people who walks around to make sure that other people literally aren't dead, is that <laughs> when you... <laughs> have, I ever, have I ever told you about that? No, you're going to have to tell me more after this. <laughs> Keep going. Um, it, it is that, um, you know, you take too much molly and then you just can't open your teeth anymore because your yeah, jaw you get is locked clenched. Jaw. You, you get locked jaw and you get really thirsty. Mm-hmm. And that that's all I know. That's all I know about ecstasy. And I think you like to kiss people, which makes well. which which probably harder to do when your jaws locked together. But yeah, you it's... can't get your tongue in there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you know, like uh, you got to get some of that Vitaplur gum. God damn, they should sponsor this podcast, dude. I would chill the crazy shit. guy plasma. Hit us up. So we'll hawk some Vitaplur gum right now. <laughs> Wait, anyway. Vitaplur Gum has 33 followers on Twitter. But Plasma1337X has 10,400 followers on Twitter. Oh yeah, if you look at that, if you look at that tweet, uh he he deleted everything. Yeah, whole... He 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 like made those tweets and then he did uh and then he made some like fucking tweets about cheese and then deleted all the tweets and then changed yeah, and then and th- you know what the funny part is? Is that like that Twitter is like because I just checked it just now, October thirtieth. Don't back down. 
What do you mean don't back it up? You deleted all your tweets. That's like literally the epiphany. That's, that, that's entirely backing down. Hey, man. Don't back down. Drink water. Eat a salad. Hashtag smile. This person isn't... Is, is, is Plasma the person who's also making Vitaplur gum? I, I, I assume... From my experience, anyway, when it comes to these sort of team sponsors, uh, because I did experience those way, way back in the day, is that typically the team owner uh, has some sort of business connections with these sponsors. There's a reason why they've got these sponsors uh, that they have. And it's usually because they have some sort of business. So if I had to guess, yes, absolutely. They're probably the person who is intimately connected with Vitaplur gum. And if I'm going to just take another little guess here, very likely what so many of these guys do is that they approach you with a sponsorship deal. They'll say, they'll give you a number of how much you could make. And it's all based off of how many packs of X do we sell? <laughs> yeah. Commissions aren't sponsorships. <laughs> and so I'm I'm gonna take a wild guess that uh that if if um if no Pangolier wasn't didn't have that deal, they were probably offered a deal like that uh before they came around to like I think they were getting paid like they were getting paid like two hundred, two fifty uh a month per player. Something I'm in like the middle that. of ordering a pack of Vitaplur gum. Can you, if you just if you keep vamping for a second? <laughs> I, sh I shouldn't actually do this. I'll roll into Molly later on tonight. No, again, not okay. Me. So, so tell me about your time checking up on on people on ecstasy rolling around on the we, ground we, during EDC. Okay, I'll. I'll I'll, I'll I'll try and make this quick. I know I know we've been going on for a minute. Um, I am not really a fan of rave culture, and it's not that I'm against the idea. Great, beautiful stuff with that hair clip cap. Anyone watching Thank the video you. version, super into that. That that's a kink, I think. Um, anywho, uh, you'll have to look on YouTube to find out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, n n I, I I was I I like. EDM to some degree. I was never like, mm. oh, dude, let's go to raves. I I haven't done a lot of drugs. My drug use is pretty pretty tepid and minimal. But uh, I had the opportunity one summer to go work at an EDC, and I was super interested in it because of the production element, and also just like the trip to Vegas and like everything. <laughs> I I wanted to go see like the spectacle. That's the nerdiest thing you've ever said. Thank you. <laughs> you wanted to check out. Have you seen this electronic dance festival because of the production? Have you seen like <laughs> like pictures from that shit, dude? They have so many stages. No, it the, is, the no, stages, it is very good. The stages are so cool, and I'm like, oh, dude. Like, I, I had a buddy who wanted to go do it. Like, we were just gonna go there, spend like three days, like work our tails off, like get paid to go, you know, work and at the event. And a lot of people when they work at EDC, they do it because they work two days and then they get to go to the show one day for free. And it's mm. expensive to go there. I think it's like close to a grand. To like get like a full weekend EDC ticket. Um, so that deal for a lot of people is like a cheap way to like go rave responsibly for their wallet, right? 
Um, mm. But I, I wasn't doing that. I was just straight up going because I wanted to like for, for the experience of, of working there. Um, we get there. God, I have so many shit stories from EDC. If you've ever been to EDC Las Vegas, you know that um, it's at the Las Vegas Speedway. Or was. And when you arrive, the parking there is the worst thing in the world. It's like if you're going to Dodger Stadium or any major sporting event, but instead of multiple exits, there's just basically one. So the, 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 you, you file into EDC. It's a shit show to get in. It, it's completely messy to get in. And then, and then you, we, we get there and uh, we, were, we got in a day before to do training. And basically our training for our job was to just be people who make sure others don't die. And there's a couple different shifts involved with that. There's, there's um, you know, walking around in pods, checking on people. And basically we're trained to be like, if you see someone sleeping, make sure they're sleeping and not dead and don't let anyone sleep. Also, we're like resources because we have walkie-talkies and like, you know, a connection back to like the actual medical tent and other people. So, that you know, sometimes people would come to us and be like, hey, do you like have water? Hey, my friend needs help. Like we're there to be a resource for anyone who wants to use it. Right. Mm-hmm. So we would we would probably spend, mm, I don't know, like two hours maybe three hours walking around in the, in these little pods checking all the different stages walking to the crowds just like checking on people observing people and then um you you'd swap to other duties so like you would do that for a couple hours and then for the next hour like you would have to go through all of the porta potties and make sure no one's dead in the porta potty which <laughs> If you want to talk about something that is just that, that is just completely uncomfortable to be doing, it's you know making sure it, it's like opening everyone that's unlocked to make sure that no one's passed out in 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 a porta potty, or like sometimes people would be like you know in there with with the door locked, so like you would you would kind of knock and then like wait for like an occupied or something, so. You know full well that there's people waiting for some of these bathrooms and some of them are occupied and there's like a line of people, but we're still going through like knocking on them being like, hey, you're not dead, right? Cool. Have a good time. Um, incredibly uncomfortable. Incredible. Like I've never felt more socially awkward in my life and I feel socially awkward all the time, but we're going through <laughs> those bathrooms and being like, hey, is anyone dead in here? And then you, you you open the door and then you do see someone like asleep on the shit or like with their pants down around their ankles and you're like, well, this is just uncomfortable because now I have to be like, hey, um, nice and shiny. You up? You okay? Um, and and then the third job that that we would do on on rotation, and this is the one that we actually spent the majority of time doing, is um, they have water stations, which is basically just giant. You know how uh, you know like sinks sometimes in restaurants have like those giant big like gooseneck handles um, mm-hmm. that are coming out yeah, from the yeah. ceiling, hooked up to to like fire hydrants, um, and there'd be like you know maybe 10 spigots and one person on every spigot and just a never ending line of people coming for you to fill up their water bottles. And Mm -hmm. so for hours on end, I would just stand there just filling up water bottles and listening to the music and watching people who were just completely fucked up. And it was fun because, um, there, there's like a certain line of like enjoying everyone else being so inebriated that it's just like kind of kind of like joyous for yourself too. Like you kind of you get like a. Oh, I love time. people watching that. I love watching people just be fucked up. 
yeah, you, you be, I feel like it almost enhances your mood too. Like because you're yeah. seeing everyone else just be happy, you're just naturally happy at yourself, and it puts you in a better mood. Um, and people are so nice to you because they're so fucked up, and they're like, "Oh, dude!" Like a lot of people want to like you know give you give you candy bracelets and stuff. Um, people are a lot more free uh, in that regard, and and that they're a lot they're they're not like you know uh, like normal people watching. A lot of people are like very guarded because they know they're in public, they're yep. aware of certain societal standards. But once people get a little fucked up like that, they start losing all of those. Uh, and, you know, they just go and be themselves. And it's a lot more interesting to watch than normal people watching. Yeah. So I, I filled up a lot of water bottles. And that, that was kind of my – and, like, and EDC runs overnight, right? So, like, we're doing a graveyard shift of, of you know, getting there at, at sundown and leaving at sundown and just spending most of the day on the feet, like, in a dusty sand bowl filling up water bottles, dealing with people who are, like, mostly fun but also, like, sometimes kind of kind of wild. Um, and it was, it, was a good, it was a good time for two nights. I, th- I think two nights was good. The third night, it was just it was just slave work, <laughs> um, and I and I didn't go do it any other years after that. Um, but it, it was definitely a fun experience. I I think that maybe I would actually enjoy to go to like like a festival for like a day and do mild drugs. Um, I, I I think I took away that like that could in theory be enjoyable, but. Uh, overall like positive experience weird experience i don't quite understand people still though who were like really big into the culture like go to raves every year um so you're not going to burning man anytime soon burning i have a lot of friends who go to burning man um i've always been like if i could just take a helicopter to go to burning man i probably would just because i'm so curious about it but like everything that I've heard around everything surrounding Burning Man and getting into it and getting out of it just sounds terrible. Also, it's so dirty. It's like on salt yeah. flats in dust, and everything is just fucking. I don't. I don't think I can handle the the literal layer of soot the entire time you're there that covers everything. Um, yeah. I have a lot of friends who go there and like they have a lot of fun. They're like, "Oh, it's so free. I'm just here. I'm dancing. I'm meeting people. Everyone's high. It's great." There's like orgy tents and like really cool <laughs> art and like you know, I like part of me also just wants to go because of like I guess like a YOLO mentality of like mm-hmm. you know we we only live once right like we should probably go to Burning Man it might be interesting we should probably go to EDC it might be interesting but then I take a step back and I'm like but do you really want to do that or do you just want to kind of play Dota and like you know get high and masturbate at home and then just like call it a day. Yeah. Right, <laughs> that's a lot easier. It really and probably is. more fun. You you won't be building any memories about it like you will about Burning Man and how miserable you are or something like that. But uh, you know, I don't like going to the beach, Austin. Like I do not like going to the beach because I hate having sand in and around me for the rest of the day. Like I hate sand. So the idea of going to Burning Man and being right, on calm down dirt. there, Anakin. Jesus. <laughs> Dude. you know uh i actually had a flashback while you're talking about that we we actually share an experience in that re- that regard i too remember being in charge uh, of um of checking porta potties oh, uh, no way yeah yeah for uh for suicide watch <laughs> 
That was a, that's a that's a that's a thing. That's that's terrifying. <laughs> I I was like, you you told me that, and I was like, I kind of had the flashback. And I was just like, oh yeah, I remember doing that. So we we could bond over that. We both have been in charge of checking porta shitters for dead people. <laughs> what a weird what a weird thing on the bingo card to check off. It's oh, like no. <laughs> it's like white millennial Dota <laughs> knocked on porta potties to make sure people aren't dead. Like it just naturally fits in the sequence, right? Yeah, I mean that's diagonal right across the board, <laughs> dude. Oh man, Wh- white is the free space. The <laughs> just a straight white male, just right there in the middle, <laughs> man. Um, it's it's what hopefully, um, you know, hopefully pe- people are listening to this. Some people are listening to this on Tuesday in America. It's election day. Uh, hopefully they voted. Uh, and, oh please, get this over with. And, and, hope, and hopefully we <laughs> the were election, able to, not the podcast. <laughs> hopefully we were able to provide some people with with, with some kind of classic side poll uh, d- d- debauchery. I know that we're all over the place. I think that I know that we have pent up stuff from last week. I still have a list of things to bring over to even the next episode because there's 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 still things because stuff. Happened. You mean the episode that I ditched out on because I totally forgot. See now, I <laughs> Joey did a very nice podcast thanking everybody. I was not there because I totally forgot. <laughs> Joey like messaged me that night. I said okay, and then I just never showed up. <laughs> See now, I, I I think this I think that this speaks a lot to Cap's uh uh uh, uh credence or, or like Cap as a person because I didn't uh once uh, not not hold this over. I I I was not going here with the bit. This is an admission and not me trying to lead a horse to water, right? <laughs> I was no, I, I put my fuck ups there. Most ninety five percent of my fuck ups, I'm very very public with. There's five percent that I hold to my goddamn grave, but the ninety five percent I throw them out there for everybody to uh, to get a laugh at. Yeah, I, I, I think that's good. Yeah, there there was uh, that episode. I believe I said in it that that like Cap just wasn't here, wasn't available. We would explain next time or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, really, what, what happened was 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 uh, it was really episode fifty or fifty two, depending on how you're counting. And I'm like, uh-huh. and I'm like, well, I can just say something nice for for five minutes and pretend like I'm doing a public service by doing a short podcast. So if there was ever uh, a day for the stars to align. I think that 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 there was a good excuse created from it. Yeah, you you did a very good job. You did a very good job covering my ass <laughs> and not showing up for the show. <laughs> to be well fair, done. though, I also messaged you about it super late, uh, and you were, I, you were again, streaming. Joey. I'm not getting hired for anything. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I could have texted you. I could have texted you. I could have called True. if I wanted. True. Uh, that probably would have been weird. You would have been like, "Is this an emergency? Why is Joey calling?" Uh, it's a podcast emergency, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> but you, yeah, th- th- there was some stuff. If, if people missed that, there was there was some updates in there in the sense that uh, thank you for being with us through fifty. I, mm-hmm. I, th- I th- we both mean that. Um, the the we did uh, reward people in in the guild, like we said we're going to for for the battle pass. The guild does still exist. Uh, it, it's platinum tier, which I think is lucrative to some people, but I'm sure that just means it's actually kind of pretty easy to get. Um, and I am going to be actively removing people and searching for people who want to play games uh, in 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 North America in in that community. I know that there's like probably. 
probably half of the people in the guild I've played games with at some point, probably like 10 people I've played a lot of games with. And I know there's a lot of people who were just like, uh, kind of there and either like across the globe or just wanted to, you know, potentially win some money, which is totally fair. Uh, but, but I'm, I would like to try and curate the side pull guild to be a group of people who are actually interested in like playing Dota with each other. Um, which means that there's going to be some people coming out and some people coming in. And, uh, if, if I do boot you out and you're like, wait, I actually do want to play games with people message me. I'll fix that fuck up. Uh, and preemptively sorry for anyone who feels that I got rid of them unrightfully. If you feel that, please talk to me about it because you could just come back in if that's the case. You're so much nicer than I would. I mean, I'm not even in the guild, so already you're nicer than me. But if I was in your position, I would have just said, thanks for 50, now get the fuck out. <laughs> I, I think that the, the thing is, like, I know that there's like a core group of people there. There's probably about 10-ish people who like really enjoy playing games together and like have definitely been excited and i would love to be able to give that experience to more people who want it uh and not be too much of a dick about it so i'm just gonna fucking boot people it's so good that we finally have the technology in 2020 to have killed right imagine if that had been there eight years ago and in at dota's uh climb upwards probably would have uh prevented people from rage quitting the game because they had a group of friends to play with that's the thing i play more dota when i have people to play with that's that's my entire situation i'm way more willing to play dota if unless i'm like solo queuing grinding rank which is a special type of like wild that you have to be inside your brain a special type of broken it's it's just better to play with people so uh check check the side pull guild this week um Thank you for thank you for being with us for fifty. Uh, thank you for voting if you did that. Thank you, uh, Cap, for showing up tonight. Um, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I did it. I know, right? Um, Bare minimum achieved. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back next week to talk about some uh, some new NA teams and some uh, everything else we didn't get to. And uh, in, until then, uh, fucking. Do the things that we ask you to do, like follow the podcast or watch on YouTube or tell a friend. If you tell one friend who plays Dota about the podcast and be like, hey, this is good, like that's that's all I could ask for. Um, maybe send me a shirt that has sleeves on it. Um, it's getting kind of chilly. Yeah, I seem to be out of those lately. Uh, I, seem, I seem to be really out of those lately. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just busting through them. Sorry, I'm just in the middle of workout right now. <laughs> Guess Dude. I'll take these workout gloves off i'm gonna I, i'm going to send you a picture of myself i'll make sure that i tastefully cross myself so you don't see any real nudity uh but but i will be naked and uh, all and, right and, and, I'm, and, I'm looking forward to seeing your your and, four abs yeah and and you can tell me on the next episode if i can claim to have abs or not all right dude that's Deal. what they call a bookend we started and ended on the same thing isn't that great that's a literary device motherfucker keeping the people here <laughs>